Hey, what's up all? Anthony Rudolph here and welcome to the Born to Create podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate every segment you spend watching. So if you are on YouTube, if you're on iTunes, if you're on Apple, Google, wherever you're choosing to listen to this podcast, thank you very, very much for giving me your time and presence. It's a true value to me. So today I want to talk to you guys about the housing market. So I have friends who are investors uh, who buy and sell. I have friends who want to buy and sell. And I have people who ask me questions all the time because I buy and sell. And the topic is, is the market going to crash in 2023? So most economists say that in 2023, it's going to turn into a buyer's market. Does not mean it's going to crash, but it will be a buyer's market. So what does that mean? So right now, uh, during the pandemic, housing has been crazy, right? You can put your house on the market today and it will sell literally in hours, right? And one day it will sell in hours and people are overbidding for properties. You can have one property with 50 different offers on that property. Well, at least here in California, you can, right? So that's what, that's a sales market. Inventory is low, but demand is high. Coupled with the, the fact that at that time, interest rates were super low, so you can afford more house, right? So now, post-pandemic, things are shifting. The feds have, 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 have increased rates slowly, but they have increased, right? And with the housing prices remaining steady and still climbing a bit, people can afford less house now. So that means properties are selling on the market a lot longer, and most people can't qualify or afford the higher mortgages because of the higher rates. Right. So what does that mean upcoming? So like I said, most economists predict that by 2023, it's going to be current turned to a buyer's market. And right now, with the rates rising, we're seeing a, a bit of a shift in housing prices. Housing prices have been decreasing about about 10 percent plus staying on the market longer. Right. So even though there's still a higher demand or in a, a a, a, a shortage of inventory in properties, people are still wanting to buy, but can't afford the medium house prices, at least in my area. So what is the buyer's market? A buyer's market is where there's properties on the market. There are more sellers than there are buyers. So typically buyers can have their pick of what property they want to buy versus how they were months ago when, when sellers had to, could pick who they want to buy their property based on offer, right? So now what's coming up is that now there's gonna be more properties for sale, but less buyers. Now the 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 actual housing prices will not dip that much, so they can still be a little bit unaffordable out of reach for the average homeowner. So I'm sorry, or average home buyer. So if you're in the market for buying a house during during next year there are some strategies that you can use to buy properties without actually having to go to a bank to get a traditional mortgage. All right, let me explain. So in a buyer's market, that means the buyer has more negotiating power on that property, right? So they can, they can make their offer based on what they want to the seller because the seller wants to, wants to sell a property, but there are, there are so many properties for sale they have to really negotiate more on that property. So what you can do is that if you're in a position where you can buy cash, 
by cash. If you're in a position where you have a great credit and you can get a good rate, use your credit, get a good rate, put down payment. But say if you're not in a position where you have the best credit, the most savings, but you genuinely are responsible, you're working, you make an income, and you want to get into a property, what do you do? So during a buyer's market, you have more negotiating power, and then the seller is more apt to do a deal because they want to get out of their property. So what you can do is that you can do two strategies. One is called a lease purchase, a lease option. What that is is that you lease the property with the option to buy it in two, five, ten years, whatever, whatever you set. So you are considered the owner of the property because you record a option memorandum on the property and that's recorded with the actual county. So that gives you an equitable interest in the property. Okay. So with you own the property, now the seller who wants to sell but can't sell for if they have no equity, the price is too high, whatever, whatever the challenge is where they can't sell for the price that they want, then they're open to negotiating a deal with you, the home buyer. So how does the lease option benefit the seller? Well, one, they can sell their property today, right? So you guys set a price. Say the price is you know $520,000 and that'll be the price set for the next five years. So from year one to year five, you have the option of buying. You can cash them out at any time. So you basically take over that mortgage you take over the property taxes, the the repairs, the homeowner walks away. Yes, the property is still in their name, but you live in that property, take care of the property like it's your own because you have a option to buy the property and you are on title as far as as far as having a memorandum, right? So when it comes to paying the mortgage, when it comes to taking care of the grass, the, the landscaping, the plumbing, the whatever breaks in the house, you're responsible for that property. Okay. So the homeowner does not, they still own the property, but they, they have zero landlord responsibilities. Okay. That's the, that's the lease option. And then whatever time that you negotiate as far as one year, two years, five years, during that time, you're working on getting your credit together, saving money, because at a, at a certain point, you have to go to the bank and get a new mortgage and cash out that seller. Okay. Second, second strategy is that you can do what's called creative financing. You can have that homeowner be the bank for you. Mr. Homeowner, um, I know I want to buy, you want to sell and the, the market's crazy, let's come up with, with, a, with a solution here. So with a with a credit, credit financing and the homeowner becoming the bank, basically you're paying the mortgage to the homeowner and then they pay their mortgage or whatever it is, right? So you're taking out a loan. So if the property is again $520,000, the homeowner will, will be the bank for you. They will finance that $520,000 for you and then there's a record of payments. So the good thing about a um, um, owner financing is that you can take it out the entire length of the long term, right? So say, for example, if the homeowner, if they have a 15-year mortgage, 10-year mortgage, 30-year mortgage, whatever, you can you can take that loan for the duration of the actual mortgage maturity date, okay? Again, you're paying the mortgage, you take care of the taxes, the landscaping, the repairs, the homeowner essentially walks away and have zero, excuse me, zero landlord responsibilities. 
So you can walk in a house being a homeowner and then have all those, all, all the joy and value and responsibility of being a homeowner. So you can do a lease purchase or you can do owner financing on any property. So in this upcoming buyer's market, there is really no reason why you cannot live in a home that you want to because there's going to be opportunity, right? So if if I was you, I would turn a blind a blind eye and a deaf ear to all the noise in the media, right? Because the media, what they're doing is instilling fear. Recession talks create fear. Recession talks creates recessions. So, but I'll tell you this. In recessions, most people build and get their wealth because everything is on sale. So if you want to invest in real estate or live in real estate, this is something that you can use to get multiple properties under your belt. And then when the market shifts, then you use the opportunity to cash out, refinance or whatever. So a recession is something that happens every every eight to 12 years. The market has to correct. It has to. Okay. So if we know this stuff is coming, then what we got to do is prepare for the market adjusting, right? All is, all is an adjustment guys. And it's something that's needed for us to continue to build our economy, continue to um, have everything that we want in um, our economy. So when you're out there looking for a property, don't just bank and depend on a bank to loan you money to buy a property. There are going to be tons of homeowners out there who cannot sell their property because they're going to be, it's going to be unaffordable for the average person. You can go in there and negotiate a lease option, use creative financing, and have the homeowner be the bank for you. All right? So that's it, guys. So I hope this makes sense. If not, go back and, and, and watch it and listen to it. I know I'm kind of fast, but I just want to give you some gems on what you can do in this upcoming market. So this episode of Born to Create is sponsored by iCreate Apparel. So everything that we do is not a victim, not complaining. We create everything that we want. Okay. So go to iCreateApparel.com. The link is in the description and the show notes. Get your shirt, get your hoodie and wear this stuff with pride guys i'll see you guys in the next episode of born and create have a good day bye